This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Another day, another disappointing loss for the Chicago Bulls, this time losing a game to the Orlando Magic at home in a game where the Bulls just played a flat offense throughout most part of the game. We're going to talk about what went into that a little bit. We're also going to talk about a report from Mark Stein saying that as of right now, the Chicago Bulls don't seem to be planning to shop Alice Caruso. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So, the Chicago Bulls lost a game against the Orlando Magic last night that it was a disappointing performance overall. When you look at the offense, uh, especially through most of the, the first three quarters, it left much to be desired. Um, even though it was a winnable game down the stretch, and I think that that kind of inflated kind of how bad the play was for the Chicago Bulls throughout most part of this game, really came down to a couple of things that really hurt the Bulls the most in the game last night against the Orlando Magic. Turnovers being a big part of that, right? Inability to hit shots. Uh, at key times as well, was uh, definitely helped doom the Bulls. And then when you look at it, the second quarter was really where the Bulls were damned at the most. Uh, tw- they, they tied the first quarter 21-21. to uh, The second quarter they lost 29-12. to And then they won both the third and the fourth quarters. And so when you really look at it, it really comes down once again to the Chicago Bulls' inability to keep up a level of intensity throughout a whole four quarters of basketball. And yeah, inability to hit shots is a big part of it as well. When you look at the shooting selection uh, from the team or the shooting results from the team, you had Zach Levine once again scoring only two field goals throughout three quarters of the game, and then he only scores six field goals throughout the most part of the game. He does do some other things as far as six rebounds, three assists, one steal, stuff like that. But again, the shooting was just not good. It was, it was a bad performance from Zach and many other Bulls. It's not just on Zach Levine. Kobe White goes 2 of 10 from the field. Uh, Patrick Williams goes 2 of 7 from the field. But, hey, I want to give Patrick Williams his credit. He played really good defense on um, Paolo Bancaro throughout most of the game. Really, really good defense. Made some mistakes down the stretch of the game, which we'll talk about. But overall, really, when you look at the Bulls, 39% overall from the field in this game, 27% from three-point range. That's just not going to cut it, right? And even Zach Levine saying uh, this after the game. Offense was so underwhelming. The ball didn't go into at making shots. Um, we scored 33 points, didn't do a great job. Um, it just it, it was bad. Um, you know, we came, we gave ourselves a chance at the end, though, and you know, that's the reason why we lost. You know, we were down 17 halftime. Your turnovers tonight, Zach. I mean, you guys have been the best turnover team in the league. What, what got away from you guys tonight? Uh, you know, I think they're they're being physical. We're trying to be physical back. You know, some balls, you know, didn't go our way. Um, Phil was trying to play aggressive, whatever it may be. Uh, I think we got a little bit fast. We're trying to force a couple of things, but 
Um, you know, when you're trying to come back and play hard, you know, you need things to go perfect. You don't have some turnovers about being aggressive. Zach, are you seeing the, the team's offensive struggles seep into other areas? We, you know, you, we do our best try to, to mitigate it. Obviously, when you have struggles, you know, you, you're, you're not doing feel good about it. But, you know, we do a good job talking, trying to keep each other up. Um, you know, and then, you know, obviously have our defense carry us. I think that's what we did in the second half. You know, we gave each other, you know, encouraging words. We went out there, uh, played harder first off, and then, uh, you know, played more together, got some stops, and, you know, helped, helped the offense. Why do you think this team has had so much trouble early on this season? I mean, you mentioned it. I think after the first or second game, just about playing harder, playing with heart. Why do you think this team doesn't understand the urgency? No, we understand it. You know, it's just you know, it's not going to be as easy as you know going out there and just saying it. You know, we're we're, we're doing our you know our best in the film and in practice. Um, you know, we just we just got to do a better job of it. And uh, obviously, we're not getting the results we want, so people are frustrated. Is that leadership? Is that well, I mean, what? call whatever you want to. We're not getting the job done, and you know, that's the only thing that matters. Is it hard to grasp where you guys are at at this point, even though it's early? No, it's not hard to grasp. You know, we lost some games. You know, we're what, four or five games under 500. Um, the only thing you can do is, you know, keep chipping away, look for the next game to get better, win, win a game, get on a roll. You know, if you're not positive, you know, that's I think that's that's the mindset you have to have. You have to go try to win the next game. And, you know, I know a lot of people are going to say, like, hey, it's the trade rumors, it's this, it's that. And that probably does play a part into it, right? I think when you look at a team that's been struggling, that hasn't been winning games, then on top of it, you got this this kind of shadow now or cloud over the team as far as what's going to happen with Zach Levine. Does that mean the team's going for a rebuild? Whatever whatever that all that brings to a team, it's all legit, right? But this team comes down to, like a, once again, a lack of execution from the team. Terrible second quarter. And the story keeps being the same for the Chicago Bulls. They keep doing some things well, right? The defense looked good at times. Not throughout the full game, but it looked good at times. And it just comes down to this team just doesn't have any shape, form, or fashion of an edge. We don't. We don't have the heart. When you look at this team, for example, that we face, uh, Anthony Black, for example, uh, the way that he got down on himself after missing a free throw, right? You, you, you want to see some of that heart come from your own team in the Chicago Bulls, and we just don't see it regularly from this team at all, right? You see bits and pieces of it. Alex Caruso brings it usually, which we're going to talk about Alex Caruso a little bit um, in this episode as well. Drummond brings it. Io brings it at times. But for the most part, this is a team that just seems like they're just fine going about their business. They're okay losing games. And that's something I've said before as well. Like, this team doesn't seem to have that edge where they have a pride about the way that they execute the game of basketball. It seems like they're just okay going along and getting along or whatever the result is, the result is. And that's something that's just not going to cut it. And when you have your season high in turnovers, and one of the things that have helped the Bulls get in the games, the four games that they have won, is how they don't turn the ball over. We have been one of the better teams in the NBA as far as taking care of the ball and then forcing turnovers on the other side. We had our season high in turnovers in this game at 19, and that's not going to cut it, That especially with a young team like the Orlando Magic. Now, Billy Donovan did have this to say after the game. Tonight, it was our turnovers, 19. It was their second-chance opportunities and some of their transition. So we need to get our focus off of shooting and get our focus really on the stuff that we can control. And those would be the things that we can control. And I think when you do that, sometimes taking the mind off the of, of shooting – you know, you're able to, you know, understand there's other ways to win. And I think that really kind of brings it all together, right? It's just 
the Bulls didn't take care of the things that they can take care of. The things that they can control, the Bulls very rarely grab the reins on and actually control. And so as long as we're still seeing that from the Chicago Bulls team, it's going to be a long season ahead. Like I said, trade rumors, all that type of stuff. It just is what it is there. And then, again, head-scratching decisions from Billy Donovan. Patrick Williams, who played excellent, excellent defense with Paolo Bencaro in this game, uh, holding him to go 4 of 12 from the field. 17 points, yes, but an ineffective night shooting from him. Um, you put Alice Caruso and Paolo Bencaro down the stretch of this game, and while we've seen uh, Caruso play well uh, defensively against a player like Kevin Durant, who out, who has more size than him, it's just when things are working, I don't understand why you go away from what's working, and 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 you're in the game. Like I said, throughout all of the negatives that I can throw, the bad shooting, the lack of defense, this was a winnable game for the Chicago Bulls down the stretch. Zach Levine, as bad shooting of a night that he had, hit a key three that put the Bulls right there, right? But then the Bulls' lack of being able to get stops when needed dooms this team yet again. And so we keep seeing it keeps being the same story with the Bulls. And at some point, we just got to realize that this is what this team is going to be this season. Now, of course, the rumor trade, things like that, could absolutely change some things for the Chicago Bulls as far as in that area. But, you know, you know, if that comes, it comes, right? And that's the thing. If, if, if a change comes and a trade comes and it helps improve the team, then cool. But you can't necessarily bet on that. And that isn't unless you get the right player and a player that just comes in and brings such leadership for the Chicago Bulls. You're, it's not necessarily going to change the outlook of what this team is and what it can be over the course of the season. So it continues to just be disappointment after disappointment when it comes to the Chicago Bulls on this season. And listen, um, I just don't know. I, I like again, and it, it's the most Chicago Bulls like thing to help get back into this game, to get back into this game, to give a little shred of hope. But then it all come crashing down. Yet again, and and you know the Bulls and giving up big big deficits early continues to be a story as well. Um, but it came down to two possessions. This game came down to two possessions in crunch time. And yeah, Demar was not out there, but this team just could not get a stop when it needed to. And the the bench continues to be one of the things that helped change the energy of this team. This starting lineup is lethargic. And while I've very much been a person that says you don't want to just change your starting lineup day in and day out and things like that. You want to allow them to go through the growth, the transition, the 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 the, the, the knockdowns, right? You want them to go through that adversity. It may be time to look at maybe bringing in Alice Caruso, who's been one of the best and most energy-filled players for the Chicago Bulls over the course of the season into the starting lineup just to change some things to see if maybe that change of energy, because you already have a bench unit that's been really solid with bringing energy and things like that. Maybe you do look to do that, but again, it just, it sucks. Like, where we sit right now as a team, the lack of energy, the lack of execution, the fact that we don't really get the performances from the core three that we need and expect, and while sometimes they put together stat lines that look okay, right? Like, Boots' stat line of 17 points, nine rebounds, three assists, and a block, it looks okay. It doesn't look terrible, right? When you just look at that in the stat sheet, but if you watch this game, you understand that it just, it that, that, that stat sheet number does it is not the way this game felt it didn't feel like that at all and so this this team really has to ask themselves who do they want to be but the bigger the, the bigger problem is is that we've been saying that now about the same team the same basic squad for the last three years right and so when, when it comes down to the trade talks and the, and the conversation around um Zach Levine and or DeMar DeRozan or whatever happens it, it, listen, it's understanding it's warranted at this point. You have had three years of struggle. Now, I don't think the front office has put everyone in the proper positions or, or really done some of the things that they can do. That is some limitations of ownership as well. But those things still play a part, and this team is just 
struggling. And that, and that's what it is, right? That's what it is. Alex Caruso right now is the heart of this team. He's one of the best players on the team. And I really think, and I said over on Locked on Bulls, he may be the MVP of this team so far because he's one of the few people that play and act like he gives a damn about what happens with this team. And so with that said, let's transition into the last topic for today. Mark Stein has come out and said there have been no firm indications yet that the Chicago Bulls plan on making Alex Caruso available. Now, that may sound a little weird to some people, especially the the, the blow-it-all-up crowd, because Alex Caruso is a player that you can get assets back on. And I think if in hearing that and seeing that the Bulls don't plan on making Alex Caruso available as of yet, it tells me one of a couple of different things. It may mean that they're going to wait and see what they get back from Zach Levine, because if they get back a player and some assets that they feel this team can still try to compete for the playoffs, which I know some Bulls fans aren't going to want to see, but I'm just saying if that's what they think they, they can get, they may not shop Alice Caruso because they may say, hey, we're getting a couple of extra first in here. We're still going to try to compete now. Those first aren't based off our record, so let's go ahead and try to compete and see what we can do. And Alice Caruso could be a very important part to the Bulls' culture if that's the case. It also could mean that the Bulls are going to wait and see what they get from Zach, and if they do get mainly future assets, and maybe a young piece that's promising, but maybe something where the Bulls don't think they're necessarily going to be competing for a playoff spot for the next couple of years, Maybe then they do look to pivot, move DeMar DeRozan, move Alex Caruso, and go into asset acquisition mode. This potential trade of Zach Levine is really going to dictate what the next version of this team or the next path this team looks to take, right? Right now, this team is still a team that is trying to compete for a playoff spot. It doesn't feel like it via the play on the court, but that is still what the mode of this team is and the, the, the motivations of the front office. How well are they going to be in executing that is another question that we can ask. So when it comes down to it, though, Alex Caruso. Yeah, the, the stats don't pop out the stat sheet for you, right? But we know in watching the game, you know the impact that he has. He's averaging basically eight points per game, four rebounds, two and a half assists, and one, one and a half steals per game. But the thing that he's done is Alex Caruso has backed up everything that he said in the offseason, shooting 59% from the field overall. That's his career high. And then he's shooting 44% from beyond three-point range again. Alex Caruso said that he wanted to bring the offensive intensity to already match what he usually does for this team defensively. And those words have matched the actions that we see out on the court for Alex Caruso. So I can understand why wherever the Bulls go next, right, whatever the next path is of the Chicago Bulls, you can make a conversation for Alex Caruso being a part of that regardless, right? He has a favorable contract at nine, basically $9.5 million per year. And um, and again, and next year it's partially guaranteed, so you have one more year of him being a really solid uh, salary for the Chicago Bulls. Now, can the Bulls do enough to try to convince him to stay? I think that's a question you have to ask yourself as well, because if we come into a situation where Alex Caruso's on the free agent market and he knows how he can impact a, a team that has championship aspirations, trying to convince him to stay in Chicago may shape up to be kind of a tall task in a tall order, but where do things have happened, right? And so, you know, maybe the Bulls want Alice Caruso to be a, a part of help setting the culture for what this next version of the team is, or the Chicago Bulls still plan on trying to compete enough to where they want Alice Caruso on their team, or maybe they just plan on seeing where it's going to take them and maybe wait till next year at the trade deadline or the offseason. So a lot of things to be to kind of take directions from that Mark Stein quote. Again, I kind of, it, it makes sense, but it doesn't at the same time. I will never be mad at Alex Caruso being on my basketball team, right? And I, I think most Bulls fans won't be mad at it at all. I think that when you see some Bulls fans that are going to say, well, we need to be acquiring all the first, all the assets, everything that we can get 
to help dig us out this hole, not just for the present, but in the future and help secure that future. I understand that as well. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of different angles and perspectives that you can take on the Alice Caruso kind of rumors and things there. But when it comes down to it, it's just, it's just this, right? This team needs something to change it. And I, I, whether it's a coach, whether it's a player, whether it's players, whether it's going, going, blowing it all up, whatever it is, at some point, like, I know this wheels keep spinning. And a deal, and I've said it, and I want to make sure that I continue to tell you guys that it's very unlikely that a deal is made prior to the December 15th date. Kind of zero in on that date. That's probably going to be when, if a big move is coming for the Chicago Bulls, it probably won't come to after that. And even then, I'm not saying it's going to be immediately after that. So we could be in for a month or longer of seeing the team play and compete like this. And if the reason they're competing like this now and, and looking as lethargic as what they did last night is because of the trade rumors, then I'll tell you what, we're in for a long, tough, difficult next couple of months for Chicago Bulls fans. And it sucks, man. It sucks to be where we are right now. It, it really does. I'm, I, I hate it. I hate seeing it. Um, I hate feeling this way about my team. And, it, you know, it's, it's in a point where uh, every Bulls fan have, no matter what your frustrations are, what, no matter what your view is, right, it all makes sense for where this team is right now. There's, there's validity in every single bit of it. And this loss really kind of brought all that home again. A winnable game, but a game that, honestly, the Chicago Bulls didn't deserve to win. In my opinion, the Bulls didn't deserve to win this game. They need to sit with how this feels right now because, listen, the, the, the way that they are playing, the way that they are performing, the way they're coming out there and executing, both in every facet of the game as well as coaching, this team needs to sit with this loss and really ask themselves who the hell they are. But like I said before, have literally been asking this for three years, and I don't know if it changes anytime soon. But let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Uh, make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all, especially now. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.